Whoa, Jeff, your gender reassignment surgery is amazing. It's so realistic. Like, wow. I mean, I've seen people, but I've never seen anyone so convincing after such a short amount of time. You, you look like a new woman. So I'm not Jeff? Oh, crap. I keep making this mistake. It's the hour. Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Jason. And on today's episode... Cougar attacks child. Probably too much Chardonnay. Reading reduces harsh parenting. What if it's Stephen King? Dad uses cookie money to have someone do dough on his Thin Mint. Mouthy baby ends up at a doctor. You've heard of Uber Eats. Now introducing Uber Midwives. So this week we have another guest host, co-host, in the form of my lovely wife, Rebecca. Hello. Uh, so Jeff is still recovering from his uh, gender reconstruction surgery. Uh, he had a terrible accident with his KitchenAid meat grinder. And uh, you just can't, you, you have to be careful with those things. There are some things that are not meant to be stuck into one of those. <laughs> uh, so... How was your week? Oh, I don't know. I think I cried like three times at work. So that's like average. That's fine. Oh, so average. It was okay. Yeah. Not too um, bad. Well, you know, it was a shorter week though. That's Four true. Days it was of, a shorter week. And, and you still had three. So I think that's more than usual because your per day crying ratio would be a day shorter. That's true. And like, I don't know. I... So I was a communications major, but I have one of my coworkers who's like really mad at my inability to communicate and it's kind of, it's fucking with my brain a little bit. And um, then I came home and our daughter literally looked at me and told me to shut up and get out of her room. And I was like, oh, oh, we're doing this today, huh? It's just a preview for when she's 14. But I thought I had more time, but I didn't. Um, and then, so my aunt passed away a week ago, and I had to go to the memorial today. So that was a thing. It's just been, it's been a, it's been a lot of a week. And last night, my cousin called me and was like, "Hey, you want to split a pitcher of margaritas?" And I was like, "Fuck yes, I do." <laughs> and uh, things got better after that, I guess. But like, it's been, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. Well, at least the week is over, and you get a whole new week. Yeah, that doesn't seem like an upside. Yeah, well, you know, can't get worse. Can't get better. <laughs> well, I hope we can get better. I don't know. <laughs> no one's died yet this week, so I guess that's a bonus. Unless you've got a list. That's true. I've got a little list. <laughs> um, my week was okay, I guess. We went and saw the new Aladdin movie. So that was fun. Yeah. It's very uh, Bollywood. I, mean, I don't know if I would say it was fun. It was two hours. Movie we saw. And I saw the original one. So, you know, do I need a new one? I didn't think it was all that impressive. They tried to like jazz up the music. I didn't like that. They're like, oh, the we're going to make this more modern. Good. The choreography was good. That's true. Jafar was not scary. No, he was sad. He was just like, it was like if Jafar was in middle management. He's just like, these TPS reports are. Like he was Lumberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you could just like not be Sultan, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need you coming on Sunday too. Uh, yeah, could you just uh, go into the Cave of Wonders? That'd be great. Okay. No, yeah, I didn't think it was worth making the remake, but our no. daughter loved it. She thought it was great. Well, she just like sat she, smiling. She loved it at and... the end. In the middle, she looked over and said, Mommy, this movie is too long. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, but can we just talk about the cutest part of this whole movie? Like, I love movies. I love movies. I love movie previews. I love everything about movies. But I love, like, more than movies right now, I love taking our daughter to movies because she's so cute and she's so, in like, enchanted by it. But I looked over and she held your hand through the entire movie and I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, my God, my heart exploded. Yeah, there was that one point where she, like, grabbed my hand and, like, had me, like, hold her shoulder. And she's just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, she enjoys, she enjoys movies, and we enjoy movies, so that's helpful. Yeah. It'd be horrible if she was like, movies are terrible. We're going to go see Secret Life of Pets this weekend. Oh, boy. Number two. Because sequels are always better. <laughs> yeah. But they've got the, uh, I think this weekend also has that new movie about the Beatles. 
comes out this weekend. Oh, I yesterday. Believe. Yeah, yeah. So it's about this guy who is the only person on earth who remembers that the Beatles existed. And for like everyone else on earth, they have no idea who the Beatles are. And like, he remembers their songs. So he starts playing their songs and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, you're a musical genius. How do you come up with these things? So I think that would be an interesting, I want to see that. It's an interesting premise. I don't know who made that. Is that the guy that made like love actually and all the other stuff? I think the producer maybe, or the director. I don't know. We should have a person who can like look this up. Apparently it was supposed to be me according to you and Eric, but I'm doing a shit job right now. Yeah. You can't be a producer and on the show. That's ridiculous. I'm trying. Uh, so if you'd like to be a producer, you can uh, shoot us an email at the uh, at the hour podcast at gmail.com. For some nope, reason, I had a problem with that. It's the hour pod, not the podcast. Hour, God damn it. I knew I was fucking it up somehow. Yes, you can email us at the hour pod at gmail.com. That's the hour pod at gmail.com because I only said it three times and maybe one of them was right. This is why no one emails us. There's like, what is it? What the fuck is it? Or you could tweet us at the hour pod, or you could like us on Facebook at, at facebook.com slash the hour pod. So, yeah. Cool. Should we start talking about some news? News. Or some olds? Do you have olds? No, nothing old. I, I was listening to the, the rest of the podcast from last week with Eric. So w- one thing, we actually recorded that podcast like the week before... Jeff's last episode. And so we're talking about some stuff that was on like on last week's episode. And then it was actually like two weeks ago's episode. And I was like, should I put a disclaimer in that? Ah, fuck it. No one cares. Uh, (laughs) No one paid enough attention. Yeah. But I was listening to the end part of it and I was like, oh, wait, there was something we were supposed to post like some sort of update. And then I forgot what it was. And I was like, ah, it's fucking 1030. We should just do the podcast. We don't have time for this. No updates. No updates. So, uh, so our first story, a child escaped serious injuries after being attacked by a cougar Saturday in Leavenworth, Washington. So the Washington State like, Department. Like a woman over 40 years old? Yeah, she was just so pissed off. She was like a little bit drunk. She had like a giant glass of wine. She's like, fuck you, kid. Get out of my yard. I'm a mouth. <laughs> I want to come at you. Uh, So the Washington State Department of Fish and Wildlife responded to Enchantment Park where the cougar was displaying abnormal behavior. What is abnormal for a cougar? Cougar? She was was hitting on guys her own age. Oh. Like like she went to like an over 40s bar, but she was also over 40. (laughs) They're like, this is really weird. We need to do something about this. Someone called, called the State Department of Fish and Wildlife. Because uh, so, that's how you solve women hitting on, <laughs> on dudes their own age. You call the wildlife preserve. We should get little cards to send out to all the, the young college kids going off to college next year. If a cougar attacks you. Please call the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Yes. Just order them a frozen rosé. I feel and like there are a go. lot of jokes to be made about fish in this statement, but I'm not ready to make them because that's just some girl on girl hate I'm not prepared to do. Yeah. You're not fishing for that kind of thing? No. No. Uh, so the they were unable to find the cougar. I guess she stumbled off into, I'm assuming... Uh, A 60-40 bar. <laughs> uh, and so they closed the park. They said, close it. We're going to find this cougar. But meanwhile, the cougar attacked a child who was able to escape, and officers found the cougar and euthanized it. So were they using the child as bait? Because, <laughs> like, honestly... If they were already, like, this cougar's displaying some weird behavior, but that cougar also, like, they knew had a, like, a pre predisposition for, like, children, then that just seems like a good idea. Like, they were like, you already know that the cougar wants the kid. Just use the kid as the bait. So this is the deal. It's a very promising program. It's been very successful. We tested it. Uh, we took some of those kids that we can't reunite with their families, and we just, you know, took care of it. With cougars. Yeah, we're using them as bait. It's, you know, it's totally perfect. So, like, so I have a friend who's an author, and once upon a time, he was doing a reading, and he was talking about how he'd just been in, like, Philadelphia or something, and there was this big thing about how there was a bear attack. Oh. And the bear had attacked a small child, and they were trying to lure the bear out so that they could euthanize it because now it had, like, you know, lust for human blood and whatever. And they they were baiting the bear with a plate of donuts. Mm. And my author friend was like, 
I feel like this was short-sighted because it already ate a child. So we already know what it's going to be attracted to. Let's just get a child that no one really gives a shit about. Put it out in a field and say, bear, found this thing you like. It's like your own personal crack. And then we euthanize it. Hopefully before it gets to the child, but depending on the level of obnoxious for the child, like, maybe not. I mean, I've got a list of students that we could probably, you know, volunteer for that. Yeah. Uh, So biologists did not initially see anything wrong when they looked at the animal. They did a visual look. They were like, hey, "Hey." we're going to take a look at this here. This is that cougar that uh, attacked that child. Look at him. Look at her. Look at her. Look, looks all all good. She's all right. I mean, you know, I think that dress is a little bit short for uh, her age, but those know. heels don't go with that nail color. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, I think she's had uh, a few too many uh, uh, cocktails, but uh, nothing seems wrong with it. She seems healthy enough. So, yeah, they did a visual inspection. They just kind of took a look at it, and they're like, well, it looks all right. Uh, but they're gonna do some continued tests to see whether or not there is something. That they need to worry about with the cougar, like rabies or, so, I don't know, measles. Probably has measles. That's what it is. It's just a cougar That measles. kid was unvaccinated. It was an unvaccinated was the problem. child. So a friend of mine went to Europe a couple years ago, went to a reindeer farm. Unfortunately, when she came back, Customs was like, what did you do? And she was like, I went to a reindeer farm. And they're like, we're going to need to inspect all your stuff. And she was like, why? And they're like, because those reindeers could have microscopic, like bacteria that you're bringing into our country and so we need to inspect and she just stood there because she gives no fucks with the customs official and was like you're gonna visually inspect my boots for microscopic (laughs) bacteria that i brought from a reindeer farm you're gonna look them over and tell me if that's there and the the customs agent like totally didn't get it he was like yes that's what we're gonna do and she was just like you know i have at it buddy it's fine you you do what you got to do. But her advice was if you ever go to a reindeer farm in Finland, just don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't say nothing. I mean, we all know Santa's bringing it around too. Santa's just a terrorist with his reindeer microbes dropping it on every child's house. On the roof, no less. So it could just. He's it, in league with the cougar. He's, <laughs> it's like this a is just Santa a long, cougar conspiracy. It is. It's, a, it's the long game that they're playing here. They're just. If you if the cougar can't get them, we're gonna get them with reindeer micro poop. So <laughs> you better watch out. You better <laughs> not cry. Cougar's gonna come and kill you. That's why. <laughs> like oh boy, I don't understand. Uh, so wildlife officials say that it's better to seem threatening as possible. So they said if if you and your child are out and you see a cougar, pick up that child immediately and then look threatening. So try to look a little bit older. So you know. It's it's best if you live in this area. Just don't do the... Look like the, you don't have any mommy issues. <laughs> Look like you don't have a good 401k. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm still... A, just, just shout. I am a server at Panera. <laughs> She'll just go right away. She's, nope. Not, not for me. Not for me. Uh, and they said, do not run. If you run, that may trigger an attack. So, there you go. I don't... I mean... Your instinct, though, I mean, you're you're wired to run from the fucking predator. I think you're supposed to run at it. You go, t- I'm gonna get you. I don't think I'm gonna run at a predator. Yeah, probably will make it run. I away. mean, depending on the the child that I have with me, like I might throw it. Like here, catch this. I gotta go because like I've met some kids and some of them need to be thrown. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, with our dogs, like if you like run at them, they'll run the other way. They're like what the fuck's happening? Why are you coming at me? So, there you go. You gotta be, you gotta be careful. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. Well, you want to be able to do all those good things with your kids. You don't want to have them eaten by a cougar. Like when we were, she's in just Canada. sad. She, the problem is, she's just sad because she never had children. <laughs> so she's just trying to. She's just trying to get her own. She's taking it out. She's just taking them. Fuck you! My uterus is all dried up now. <laughs> I'm gonna take your baby. I'm gonna read to it. It's, so it's not life- an asshole. It's going to be a Lifetime movie. Uh, so apparently if you read to your kid, they won't be an asshole. I'll let you know in some years whether that <laughs> proves out. Uh, so a new study by the Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. Robert That's Wood a Johnson. A Wood Johnson. A Wood Johnson. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The only way this could have been better is if it was Richard Wood Johnson. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but the Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School, totally real and not a dick, uh, said that people in a new study, people who regularly read to their toddlers are less likely to engage in harsh parenting and the children are less likely to be hyperactive or disruptive according to the study. The scientists say, for parents, the simple routine of reading with your child on a daily basis provides not just academic but emotional benefit that can help bolster the child's success in school and beyond. So, like, we read to our kid. Yeah. It's fine. I don't know if it makes her, like, less crazy. Well, you have to wait. So, what they did was they interviewed... 2,165 mother-parent or mother-child pairs. Uh, oh, because dads don't read. Dads don't read to their kids. We got to leave the dads know, out of it. I don't. <laughs> That's because she fucking won't let you. Yeah, she's like, no, I want mommy tonight. Now, lately, she's <laughs> been a little night. more. She's like, no, daddy. She's like, fuck you, mom. I'm not going to pretend that makes me sad. I'm just like, bye. <laughs> no, I like reading to her. Anyway, so they got these uh, 2,165 pairs of children and mothers, and the women were asked how often they read to their children at the ages of one and three, and then they re-interviewed the same people two years later and found out how often they engaged in physical and or psychologically aggressive discipline. And so the study controlled for factors such as parental depression or financial hardships, because those things can contribute to harsh parenting, Uh, but they found that uh, mothers who frequently uh, with their children, read with their children, reported fewer disruptive behaviors from their children, and uh, they found that they were less likely to engage in harsh parenting styles. So I guess I don't understand how the reading triggers the harsh parenting style. Like, I th- I feel like the – so I'm a data, like, nerd, and I want to know so many more questions. Like, I want to survey these people and see all this raw data to figure out what – what they concluded, but like, I feel like the parents who are willing to sit down and read with their kids are already predisposed to not like harshly parent their kids. Like, yeah, if I'm going to sit there and I'm going to spend the time to sit with you and read for 30 minutes every night or read for even just 10 minutes, like at bedtime, I'm probably not that parent who is losing my temper a lot and like being very harsh with my kid in general. So it's probably not the reading. It's the environment of a person who reads is most likely going to lead to a parent who's right. also not going to do those things. So this so. feels like a, a moderately skewed study. Yeah, it's it's a, an association rather than a causation. Right. It's not like if you read to your children. Uh, I mean, it's great. Lots of things if you read to your children. There's lots of benefits to it. Um, I don't know. So what it doesn't I find... make it doesn't make me any calmer. Every time no. I go up there, she's like, "We're going to read Mr. Waffles." I fucking hate <laughs> Mr. Waffles. It pisses me off. I'm Guys, like, no. you need to Google Mr. Waffles and do the Amazon look inside. There are no words. Like it's a great idea, and I wouldn't mind Mr. Waffles, except you read Mr. Waffles all the time, and she expects it to be the way that you read it. However, you don't read it to me; you read it to her. So when I read Mr. Waffles, it's not the same. And she says, no, that's not right. And I say, I don't know what what is right. And then she gets mad at me. And then she's like angry. And then I'm angry because she's angry at me. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck it is. It's Mr. <laughs> there's no there's no words. It's all symbols. God damn it. It's just pictures. Yeah. So Mr. Waffles is a, well, it's a fun book. It's a, I like the idea of it. You know, it's this picture book about like these aliens and there's a cat and they have to create an alliance with Ants, ants and a ladybug so that they can get the the spaceship back into space. It's like a little tiny spaceship that the cat can play with. and But there's no words. Like, it's all little symbols and, you know, pictures, like hieroglyphics. And so you have to kind of make up the story. And I don't mind making up the story. Like, I make up stories for her all the time. Uh, oftentimes, after you put her down, she has to go potty. And Which I have to go. Lie. Yes, it's, it's all always a lie. She's like, she's like, she's trying so hard. She's like, <laughs> Like I've seen her shaking. She's just like trembling because she's got to get that poop out. That's fake. Uh, Yeah. No. And and then I, you know, after that, she's like, daddy, can you tell me a story? So. So I like that part. That part's not a problem. It's just 
Well, butter. you're at a disadvantage, though, because, like, I have a super good memory. So I do Mr. Waffles almost the exact same w- way every single time that we read it. And so there's very little variation. So she thinks that I'm reading it because mm-hmm. it's the same all the time. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I, I would have more fun making it slightly different every time. And so I'd be like, oh, I'm too tired for that yeah. shit. I'm way too fucking tired by the end of the day. I'm just like, nope, I've cried three times at work today. I don't have time to make up new Mr. Waffles. <laughs> Sorry, mommy needs her wine time. So you need to go to bed. I already had a glass of wine before I put it to bed. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so, like, no, I think reading's great and you should do it. But most likely it's not causing your kid not to be an asshole. It's just. Well, well the attention could yeah. like I think the attention the the effect is not necessarily on the parent like harshly parenting their kid. I think the amount of attention you're getting from your parent that that is going to positively affect your child yeah. and well, there you're will building be fewer these, issues. Yeah. But this ties to another study that I saw a few years ago where um, they they discovered that kids who are read to on a regular basis actually exhibit far more empathy. Because yeah. they get mm-hmm. introduced to situations that they normally wouldn't in their day-to-day life or they, they understand things from a ba- the point of view of a character. And so they start to feel empathetic with a character based on the, the story that they're reading and whatever. And I think that that sense of empathy that's given to children through through the act of reading starts to reduce the behavioral issues because they can start to empathize with the frustrated parent or whatever. Or like earlier today when I looked at our daughter and I was like, look – I'm going to lose my temper if you keep doing this, and I don't want to lose my temper, but I'm going to. And then she did something terrible, and she told me to shut up and get out of the room, and I lost my temper. And the first thing she did was look at me and say, I'm sorry, Mommy. I'm sorry for being so rude. And I was (laughs) like, that's fucking right. But, like, I don't know if she didn't have those empathy skills to understand that I was trying very hard not to lose my temper, and then she pushed me there that she would be able to have that same reaction, you know? Yeah. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. So since we're both parents. uh, What? I know, right? When did that happen? I guess 2012? Whose idea was that? Uh, Probably mine. Anyway, since we're both parents and we've been doing kind of parenting related questions or news stories, stories, rather, I I guess we'll look at the parenting section of Yahoo Answers and see uh, what we can do. Uh, So, Becky, do you think, oh, no, sorry. Do you agree that kids need a smack or a spanking sometimes? I mean, I'm not all about the corporal punishment, but also sometimes kids are fucking assholes. And one time our daughter was like, hey, I'm going to, I'm throwing a tantrum and then I'm going to pretend I'm going to kiss you. And then she slapped me across the face. (laughs) She lured you in. She lured me in. She was like, I'm going to apologize and give you a kiss. And then she she like rubbed your face a little bit. She was like, mommy face. Slap. So, like, in that moment, I reflexively reached up and slapped her back. It is not my proudest moment. And I cried about it for, like, four hours after. But... But Kara said it was okay. But Kara said it was okay. And Kara tells me everything is okay when I do it. So it's probably fine. Like, I don't think we should beat our children. I don't think we should resort to spanking. Um, But I think if you make a mistake every now and again, you probably won't be the subject of their uh, therapy. Or if you are... That's a great story for their therapist to unpack. I don't know. At least they're getting their money's worth. Yeah. Uh, Jason, getting my 13-year-old daughter to take pride in her appearance? Are are you getting your 13-year-old daughter to take pride in her appearance? What's the question? Do you know what a question is? Because that was not a question. These people don't know how how to grammar. They probably, you know, do the it's, it's, your, your, your. I don't know. <laughs> let's let's investigate further. She doesn't care, and she doesn't care how others perceive her either. Hmm. Black leggings, t-shirts that's always covered by an oversized hoodie and grungy Converse sneakers. So it seems so it to me... So sounds like she's fucking fine. Yeah, it sounds like she has her style, and you just don't like it. This is probably like... So, so this person that's posting this is probably like, honey... 
if you just let me dress you, you'd actually look nice once in a while. How are you ever going to be a cheerleader if you look like that? Boys aren't going to have sex with you. No, she's fine. She she is totally fine. She has her style. Her hair is in a messy pony. She's got her t-shirts, her whatever. So she's grunge, whatever. It's it, if she stinks, that's a different. So story. there is a line here about being concerned about her hygiene, and that one concerns me a little bit because no one wants to be the stinky kid. But like, well, it says, it says she's she concerned is. about her hygiene because she looks the same every day. She showers daily and doesn't smell, but looks like she never changes her clothes. Oh, then no one gives so, a fuck. Again, yeah, she, why she'll are, be a freshman. Why are you all so fucking wrapped up in this? She is totally comfortable in who she is. The problem is it's not who you want her to be. So you should probably go fuck yourself. Uh, Becky, should I let my four-year-old name her cat? I mean, sure, but we were thinking about that, and our daughter was like, Light Switch is a good name, so maybe, like, with some guidance. Yeah, I you, think guidance is a good idea. Yeah, give her some options. Some so options. So you don't end up with, like... Make a list. <laughs> quick, terrible names for a cat. Go. Puddin'. No, that's actually okay. Um, wheelchair. Uh. Lamppost. Stirrup. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, butt nugget. <laughs> uh, skid mark. Skid mark. That's a, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, big balls. Oh, that's my cousin's cat's name. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. Oh man. I love that. Uh, shit oyster. <laughs> shit oyster. Um, trash nugget. Uh, Ooh, you like the nuggets. I know. I, I, I add nugget to a lot of things just to make them cutesy. Uh, Danda Flake. Rumble Roar. Rumble Roar. No, Rumble Roar is an amazing name for a cat. Uh, anal Glaucoma. Okay, that's fine. Um, Jim Spittery. Uh, oil Stain. <laughs> Gang of Beetles. Gang of Beatles. Uh, this is like that episode of uh, Thirty Rock, where the, where <laughs> Titus finds out that Cats isn't really no, that's a not show. Thirty Rock. That's Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, sorry, Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt. That, that's what Sa- I meant. All Tina Fey. It's all, yeah, it's all Tina Fey. Uh, they find out that Cats is just fake, and like yeah. all the cats are people who just showed up and like jumped on stage, and they made up names for themselves. But like, I mean, our kid names her toys, and they're all fucking weird. Like she, she has a dragon named Milk. <laughs> I like her uh, her dinosaur name Ohm. Own. Own. And Asket. Asket. And E Horse. I like E Horse. That's E-horse a fun one. Kind of fun. And then just a Triceratops name Ed. Yeah, she had all these weird ones, and then she's like Ed. And I was like, "What's your Ankylosaurus?" And she was like, "Ankly." Like I was the stupid one. Fuck you. <laughs> Moving on. Uh. My 11-year-old daughter found our handcuffs. How do I explain this to her without blatantly lying? You just say, well, daddy's been a naughty boy. <laughs> That's not and traumatizing. Then move on. She doesn't know what it means. How? Wait, 11-year-old? Dude. She knows. She knows what that's for. Why does mommy have handcuffs? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was 10, my mom told me to go get the the marker out of her car that looked like a dildo and I asked what that was and then she told me and I felt like that was upsetting but also when I got into like high school at least I knew what it was and like my classmate who asked my English teacher what's a dildo and so that poor man had to like handle that yeah he he had to go home and drink on that one (laughs) he was like god damn it these fucking kids these kids are killing me he was like go look it up in the dictionary and we all just sat there like in awe, we were like, you... "Do you think that's in the uh, the standard public school dictionary?" I don't, I don't know. Like you flip to like the, Webster's, the, the Webster's Student Dictionary. I'm sure the dildo's in there. I'm gonna go to school check tomorrow. Yeah, you should. We'll we'll have to do an update for next week on whether or not, whether dildo, or not dildo is in, is in the, the student dictionary? the student dictionary. Yeah, that can't be in there. That'd be the Probably end of not. the world. I feel like my school couldn't afford student dictionaries, though. They just got, like, the cast-off ones from the just library. Just, like, a regular dictionary? Yeah. Do we have a dictionary in the house? Didn't you get one for, like, your graduation? Yeah. Everybody else gave me money, but not my great aunt. She gave me a dictionary. It's outdated now. It doesn't have bootylicious in it at all. Oh, no. How will we survive? Uh, and finally, okay, so this last one. Becky, what are five reasons why money should be kept away from children? 
How old? Uh, Small enough, they're going to eat it. There's fecal matter on all money. You don't want them to have it. Well, they eat poop anyway. Well, that's true. Or dog poop. All right, so that's reason number one. All right. Um, Two, they're going to spend it. And it's my money. I did all the work for it. Don't spend my shit. Yeah, get a get a job yourself. Go get a kids. fucking job. Jeez, wish it was the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> you have an three. apprentice by now or Re- shift by now. Reason number three. Um, they would lose it. They can't trust them. They just leave it everywhere. Yeah, they're like they have no pig pin sense or a tornado. It. it just like flies everywhere. All right. Reason number four. Um, kept from children. You can't trust them not to spend it on shit that's stupid. What, like a an LOL doll? Oh my god! If a I baby hear one bonita. More thing about LOL dolls, I'm going to shoot myself in the face. Uh, yeah, you can't trust them. But they're just going to spend it on. And number five, they're going to give it away to like homeless people because they're children. <laughs> How dare you be charitable, child? It's not about the charity. It's the it's the discerning whether that person's truly homeless or just standing there. Because, you know, if they have real nice shoes, they're probably not homeless. Oh. Well, actually, they're probably all just going to spend it on vape. Vaping? <laughs> Baby's got a vape. Mommy, give me my vape. Yeah, that's, I'm going to come home and my four-year-old's going to be like, I got vapes now, mommy. It it's bubblegum flavored. Bubblegum. No, she doesn't like bubblegum. No. It's like fruit flavored. Yeah, it's got to all be fruit flavored. So that was fun. Was it? I, I thought it was good. All right. Uh, so an organ dad at Organ? Organ like he's a kidney or Oregon? I hope you die of dysentery. <laughs> nope. I would have been fine. I probably would have got cholera. <laughs> an Oregon man. Dad. Fuck. Person. Organ dad. God damn it. He's got a little... Little monkey, it's an organ grinder. Uh, an Oregon dad is that good? Is that Oregon? Oregon, an Oregon dad admitted to staging a home invasion robbery to cover up his $740 theft. Brian Kocher, 40, pled guilty to. Initiating a false report. He was put on probation, fined $100, and ordered to perform 80 hours of community service. He'll also have to repay what he stole. Would you like to know what he did? Sure. So, he called 911 to report that someone had entered his home uh, through the sliding glass door and then fought him off with his dad strength. He fought him, beat him. Super uh, dad reflexes. Police arrived and found the home ransacked. And spotted blood, but he told the officers that the assailant had told, stole $740 of his daughter's Girl Scout cookie money from a jar. When in reality, when the police pressed him further, uh, he told the police that actually he had stolen the money from his daughter to pay for an exotic massage and faked the robbery when he realized he couldn't explain the missing funds. Wait, you said exotic massage, but this is erotic. It so he was say. getting a happy ending, right? His girl, <laughs> his daughter's Girl Scout money paid for his happy ending. It was an erotic exotic massage. It was, it was... <laughs> that monkey from his pipe organ was just oh, God. sliding up his thin mint. Oh, God. So, like, I mean, I guess I'm sad that he didn't have his own $740 and he had to steal it from the Girl Scouts of America. But if that if that person giving him the erotic massage had been a Girl Scout, maybe she wouldn't be in the position to need that seven hundred and forty dollars for that work she was doing. I mean, seven hundred and forty dollars for a handy massage and handy. Like, come on. What's the going rate? I have no idea. Like, I don't. I don't know what the standard rate for like. Can we Google that? What is the average rate for a handy from a prostitute? For a hand job from, well, what with a massage. Like, okay, so if you buy me a gift card for a massage, it's like what? A hundred and some odd bucks for 90 minutes? Yeah. More if I want to click the the little box that says handy ending. Happy ending. Handy. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's typically what we're getting here um, from the very bougie salon that you buy those gift certificates from. But it's like couple hundred bucks so are they saying that the premium on the like happy ending is several hundred dollars well so i did a a quick google search on uh how much for a happy ending massage and 
there's a forum. Of Are you body- an incognito? Because that is going to really fuck our like search history. Uh, I, I did not go into cognito. Oh, we're so, all screwed. Yeah, we're, uh, so on forum.bodybuilder.com, someone said, is paying $60 for a rub and tug happy indie massage beta? <laughs> beta? Um, didn't we do something? There was one of the episodes we talked about a rub and tug, right? Yeah. Or a rug and Jeff said rug and tug. That's yeah. what it was. He was like, because he, he kept yeah. yeah a nice Persian rug. And he had to Tugging tug it, it up the thing. Uh, I simply went to get a massage and just thought it cost sixty dollars for the massage itself. I paid an extra ten for something that was listed as sea salt table shower. Sounded nice. Uh, that was strange. This is too long. Didn't read. Yeah. So he paid like six. So it sounds like he paid sixty dollars for. His happy ending massage. Uh, how much should I tip a masseur after a happy ending? <laughs> what, is, what is the tipping protocol on, on this? <laughs> I think they've seen enough so, of your tip at that point. <laughs> uh, so I think that's what it was. It was the $40 for the, the rub and tug and then $700 for the tip. Yeah, I'm just, sure that that's how it, it went. It was just the tip. Yeah, just the just tip. The tip. <laughs> it's always tasteful when it's just the tip. How common really are happy ending massages? Uh, how much does so, it, uh, the site is called lovepinky.com. Whoa. I'm not clicking on that one. Nope. Bad uh, ideas all around. So our older daughter, uh, went to high school with a guy whose family owned a whole bunch of rub, rub and tug, uh, massage parlors in our general area. Found that out. So Cosmo has a, my happy ending massage was incredible at first. At first. And then we found out that she had syphilis on her hands. <laughs> uh, and here's another question on Yelp. What's the proper amount to tip uh, a happy ending? This person says, I usually tip 50%. And then someone under it says, there's no such thing. I would say 100 bucks, preferably with a crispy bill. Ugh, a crispy bill. That, <laughs> that was in the pocket from last, uh, right? last rub and tug. A little crispy there. One dollar should be enough, says Alzano M from Los Angeles. A dollar? One dollar. No one wants a dollar tip for anything. Chris G from Brooklyn says mushroom tip. Must be Trump. (laughs) It's not a mushroom tip. I just, it's just the tip. It's not a big deal. Uh, They're very happy doing it. And uh, it's everyone's service. Everyone's happy in the end. It's an end happy. So. But like. I, I am curious how much – I mean, that's a lot for an erotic massage. That's a lot for a Girl Scout to, like, sell – well, no, that's, no, like, what, No, those cookies boxes? are, like, yeah. four bucks a box or something like that. Yeah, they've even gotten fewer in them now. It's, like, you get eight Yeah, they've gotten smaller. I'm so mad. I didn't even order Girl Scout cookies this year because I missed my window and I was pretty disappointed by it. But, like – I mean, I, you can just go to the grocery store and get the – what is it? The Keebler Grasshoppers. Do they still make those? Yeah, they're but basically like, thin mints, right? That's not what I want. Yeah, I don't you want like, those. You like the Samoas? Yeah, which were caramel delights when I was a kid, but apparently got to rename fucking everything when you get old. Well, you know, whatever. Regional naming and shit. <sighs> I hope that's that's an. How, how is it to have the like, the Girl Scouts of America suing you <laughs> to get your to get your money back? Dollars. <laughs> they're probably like the mob, right? They are because they, like they they make all of their money for the whole year on those fucking cookie sales. They cannot lose that seven hundred forty bucks. You got some nice news there. It'd be terrible if something bad would happen. It's gonna to be me. like uh, from Orange Is the New Black. That one older lady who like her flashback is that she was like a survival scout or something, and she went in the woods, and her dad just kind of like dropped her and was like, "Find your way home." That she would whack your knees if you took her Girl Scout cookie money. She would be like, "I fucking killed you." Yeah. This guy had something else whacked. Or like a... I hope there's not a massage badge. <laughs> I hope it wasn't the Girl Scout. <laughs> Special massage badge. Ooh. Her mommy's like sewing that onto her uniform all proudly and What does shit. that look like? <laughs> oh, it just looks like the the eggplant emoji and the, the water uh, hmm. emoticon or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of children... Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. That didn't work. Speaking of, I don't know, because I, I don't Spots? really know what this whole right. story is about. All right. So Darian Depreta, 
was playing with her little girl named Bella, probably after Twilight. Fucking Twilight. I'm sure. Uh, when she spotted a massive circular mark on the inside of her mouth, like right on the top of her mouth. It was like dark. Syphilis. Yeah, uh, d- uh, probably not. I no, know. that's how they used to depict syphilis in like paintings is that they used to put like a huge dark mark on people, like mm. a big black circle. Like a like a Voldemort dark mark? No, like a like a ugly mole, like that guy in ugly the Austin Mo- Austin Powers movie. Mole, like, mole, 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 mole. But like it was like a huge black circle somewhere on the individual to indicate that they like when they were painting, like they knew that they yeah, had the syphilis. syphilis. All right. Uh, so when the mother saw this, she made an appointment and rushed to the doctor to see what it was. And uh, I guess they had like same day day appointments. Like who's who's that doctor? I think she was in the UK that. at the time. So. Hmm. Fucking socialism. Uh, And so the nurse tried to wipe it off, but the mark would not come off. And the doctor came in and said, well, you know, I think it might be a birthmark. Uh, But she insisted, no, that is not a birthmark. She checks her daughter's mouth regularly to clean it. And it's never been there before. And it's there and it's new. And so they decided, you know, we need to see a specialist to see what the fuck this thing is. And they noticed it was kind of like white around the edges. And they kind of like picked at it. And they found out it was actually part of a box that her daughter had been chewing on. It was just cardboard. Please tell me this ca- this child is like fourteen. No, no, the kid was like uh, like one, two, like very young. Okay. How so? That many people were in there picking at this thing, and it wouldn't come out. Like the the nurse tried to wipe it out, and it wouldn't come out. Like what did? Like did she laminate it to the top of her mouth? <laughs> Well, yeah, there's peanut butter under it. She was eating some peanut butter and just like stuck right to the roof. But of like, mouth. how did it not like you've seen kids with like where they get something weird in their mouth or whatever. And they're just sitting there like clawing at it. Like, how did that kid not yeah, start yeah, going like absolutely. fucking nuts over it? Like I get a little something, you know, somewhere stuck on my mouth or my tooth and I just can't leave it alone. I'm like, God damn it. Get this fucking thing out of here. So, yeah, I feel like our kid would have like made the roof of her mouth bloody trying to like claw that thing away because yeah. she's also crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. That's. I don't a weird situation. Uh, she was very embarrassed by it. So she said, I can never show my face in this doctor's office again. I mean, I but feel like, like that doctor's probably seen weirder shit. Yeah. Well, that's what they said. They're like, we've never seen anything like this. And the nurse was also having a hard time. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's worse things that could happen. Like that doctor at some point is going to do a follow up appointment for a teenager who has stuck something up their ass that they shouldn't have. So like <laughs> their vape least, pen. least of your worries. To be honest, like, I don't know. Although I'm I'm crazy about stuff like that, too, where I'm like, I shouldn't call the doctor and ask them about this because they're going to think I'm a crazy paranoid mom. Or like when I was actually in labor and I wouldn't go to the hospital because I was like, what if it's not really? And then the nurses will make fun of me and I'll be their water cooler talk. So speaking of going into labor... Uh, an Uber driver by the name of Kunal Sukala, Sukla, Sukla, uh, picked up a heavily pregnant woman. How's a he- what is heavily pregnant? Like it means that like she's super big and ready to pop, but they don't want to say that because it pisses women off. So like heavily pregnant because that baby weighs like eight pounds. Silly. Uh, so he picked up a heavily pregnant woman, her father and younger sister. I'm assuming the pregnant woman's younger sister. I would hope so. Or father. Why? I don't know why they put this fact in there. Like the sister. Why does it matter? Yeah. Why is the sister also there? It's like Anne Peggy. Uh, so they picked up the pregnant woman, father, and Peggy from a home in East London with the destination of St. Thomas's Hospital. And so after just a few minutes in the car, the woman named Ada Lugthera. Thera? Lugthera? Lug. Luguthera. Luguthera? Lugutera. Lugutera. Anyway, uh, Ada realized her baby was not going to wait. Because those bitches don't give a fuck where you are. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Lugutera, apparently, that's what she said, right? Lugutera? Yeah. All right, cool. Said, We thought that we had time, but a few minutes later it was contractions and the baby was coming straight away. 
<laughs> so upsetting to hear it's Churchill. <laughs> well, we do any story in England as Churchill. It's so. just it's a weird <laughs> quote for for Winston. We don't do lady voices. No, I don't think we. Maybe I could come up with like a Margaret Thatcher. I haven't, no, listened, no I haven't listened to her their, enough. To, no one wants women to be represented by Margaret Thatcher. Well, who else? Who else can we do? The Queen. Mm. There's no good Queen voice in the yeah, no. We'll have to practice it. Uh, so the driver pulled over and called an ambulance. However, by the time the ambulance had arrived, so had the baby. Uh, her brother, the the mother's brother, uh, suggested that maybe they name the baby Uber. Please shoot that man. Like, no. No. Nah, they're probably going to name it something awesome like Linux. Linux. <laughs> Keegan. Caden. Oh. Hayden. Braden. Aiden. Chaden. Yeah. Faden. Gaden. Gay. Gaden. Yeah, I guess not Gaden. Probably no. Not. Uh, the Uber driver helped to direct the ambulance to them. I guess ambulances in the UK don't have... GPS? GPS? Like, that doesn't seem helpful. I mean, I guess if he's just on the side of the road, though, you don't know, like, that's if, true. if you can't see a mile marker or something yeah, like that. I guess that could be true. Um, and was helping, trying to follow the instructions that they were giving him over the phone. So basically, this was like those situations where, like, both the pilots have died and they're trying to tell the kid how to land the plane. Yeah. Like, all right, you're going to need to get your rubber gloves and reach all the way up in there and uh, pull the baby out. I assume that's how it works, right? Not, not exactly. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was sliced open like an avocado, and they just like pulled and then vacuumed. It was fine. It was like a, it was like a maintenance project. Really, they sliced it and then they took the knife and they went <laughs> yep. right into the pit and pulled the baby out. Yep. And then they got the Dyson and just. <laughs> yep. You never lose suction. Yep. They just vacuumed me out, stitched me up. Did they spray some like new car smell, some new uterus spell in there? I don't know. You know, like after you go to the, the car wash and they suck everything <laughs> out and then they... Tss, tss. I don't think so, but I was I was real high, so I'm not sure. They pumped me full of a lot of medication after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why you gave me my phone because I sent text messages that I should not have sent. I don't recall you sending text messages. I sent one to my boss. It was just a picture that said, this is a human child. <laughs> <laughs> Was he not sure? Um, Is your boss Rumpelstiltskin? Apparently, like, I was not sure he would follow the thread. He was like, I do not want one who is not a child, human child. Yeah, no. And this is like my boss who didn't have a cell phone until a year before all of this happened. Like, he'd never owned a phone before. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know if he even, like, gets text messaging yet, but let me just send him a text. This device has shown me the picture of a human child. Yes. Uh, that I should is what take I him to Manania. So, uh, the good news is that Miss Legutera gave her driver five stars on the app, and Uber waived the cleaning fee. I was gonna say, who pays to clean for like babies being born are messy, and if that is like upholstery and not a leather interior, you're gonna have a bad day. Well, you know, he's so. So I don't know if this is a story that you have heard before. But right before I was born, my mother delivered a baby in my parents' driveway. Oh. But not you. No. You didn't fall out in the driveway. No. Okay. No. Someone like, someone pulled into the driveway and they thought that they they heard the dude shouting like my kid got hit by a bike, but it was not that because they were out in the yard or whatever. And actually now I'm thinking about it. Nope. We lived in that house. It had to be before my sister was born, not me. Either way, doesn't matter. Someone was not born yet. My mom was pregnant and she delivered some lady's baby because she pulled into the driveway and this baby was like shooting out of her like a rocket. So it was in the newspaper. The confusing thing about this is that your house is located literally the farthest point from any hospital yep. in the area. So where like, the fuck were those people were they, coming from? Did they like come up out of the ground like in the the Ninja Turtles from the 80s in like a little drill thing? And that's where they ended up because they were like below you like mole people. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. There's nowhere like any five feet in any direction from your house is still closer to a hospital than your house. Yeah. That's yeah, I don't know where those people were coming from, but yep, pulled in the driveway and then my, my mom caught a baby that shot out of a lady like a rocket. 
<laughs> she had like baseball gloves on. I hope so. I hope you had Oven something because like you don't want to touch that. Babies are goopy. Like the first thing I said to my nurse when we like got checked in at the hospital was like, hose it down before I touch it. <laughs> well, usually when a baby's born, they've got three buckets there. And you just dunk just, them like, like cats? You, yeah, you just dunk, dunk, Like when dunk. you bathe cats? Yeah, you just dunk them in the first one. And, and then the you pull them out and, and you, scrape. Then the second scrub. one, yeah, the second one you scrub, you know, it's got the soap in there and you just lather it so, all. And then the third one you just dunk to rinse. Yeah, like I was so not a good mom. Like all these other people are like, I wanted to touch my baby right away. And I was like, no, hose that shit down. I want I don't goopy wanna, boobs. I don't want to be near it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want you to ask me to cut a goddamn thing. Like I just want you to clean it. And bring it over all burrito style, like you do, and then give it to me. But then I couldn't even touch her because I was, like, spread out Jesus style on a table or whatever. So, like, that didn't really work out in my favor. You got to touch her. You were, like, here. Yeah, get Look at there. this little. Like, I, like, tried to hold her up so you could see her. Bread I was like, loaf baby. I was, like, fucking Rafiki. Yes. But instead of, like, trying to hold her up so that, like, all the animals could see, I was trying to, like, hold her up so you could see without, like, without tilting her too her far. Head yeah, because you know, it's all baby head yeah, and they so can't control it. I was like, here's the baby. Yeah, okay. I couldn't see shit. And then I was like, hey, hey, I can feel you stapling me. Yep, left side right there. And they were like, oh, God. And then they po- they push more meds. And that's when yeah. I got all high. They're like, sorry, I just, I'm just, this, I just the stapler, stapler was not was doing what I thought up, it was. It was just binding up. And I don't know why. It's we used just, the red swing line thinking it would be I, less painful, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I just, I should terrible. have used glue. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't use glue. I should have used glue instead. Maybe some paste. Yeah, I, I had some Elmer's glue that was useful. So. But yeah, they like. I don't know. But then they put, they put me full of more meds and then I got all high on the meds and that's when I decided it was a good idea to text my boss. <laughs> Poor John. Thank God he's a good sport. So what did we learn today, Becky? We learned that if a cougar is after your child, just give her some rosé, point her toward a college campus. She'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, let her know that it's happy hour. Apps are $4. Yeah. Or less. Buy her some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Is that the food that a cougar eats? I don't know. It just seems appropriate. I mean, you're getting close to that age, right? Whoa. Are you starting to get cra- cravings for uh, mozzarella sticks? Motherfucker, I would eat mozzarella <laughs> sticks in my 20s, in my 30s, in my mid 40s. It doesn't matter. All right. So there you go. Mozzarella sticks and uh, rosé. That's the way to get rid of a cougar. Yep. Uh, we learned that if you read to your kids, it's probably not going to make you a better person parent because you probably are okay already but it might make your kid not an asshole yeah uh we learned that if you're gonna pay 740 dollars for a rub and tug maybe don't steal it from the girl scouts <laughs> uh, otherwise they're gonna rub you out instead of and then they're gonna and, get and not in the good it. not in the good way <laughs> uh we learned that most likely that thing in your your kid's mouth is just cardboard like stop eating shit like maybe child. don't feed them your amazon prime boxes <laughs> well they just leave them everywhere and we learned that if you're gonna have a baby in an uber it's okay because they'll wave the cleaning fee it'll be great and this hour has been 53 minutes Okay, Becky, go. Worst baby names. Armchair. Brayden. Underpants. Girdle. Pilot Inspector Lee. Gertrude. Audio Science Clayton. Those are real baby names. Yeah, and they're terrible. Dildo. Uh, Ooh, I don't know if I can beat that. Butt plug. Quififia. Quififia. (laughs) Oh, good night, everybody.